The eye moves approximately 50 times every second. This is Simple Joe for Friday, July 16th, 2021. And you combine that with how many times we probably blink. How do we see anything whatsoever? 50 times a second. Now, as I understand it, there's some debate between that, whether it's 50 times a second or three to four times a second. I think there are these little tiny micro movements. And I think these are the 50 time a second movements that they're talking about. Either way, that's a lot of eye movement. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Joe. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am glad that you're here. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we're here together. Today, we're going to talk about the weather in Bellevue, Nebraska. We'll look to Ranker.com for the best female vocalists ever and much, much more. Today in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 85 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 70. Looks like we're going to get some rain today. We've had a lot of rain lately. Tomorrow, Saturday, we're going to get a high of 82 and a low of 64, more rain. But Sunday looks to be nice, high of 82 and a low of 63. Got my youngest grandkid coming over this weekend. Look forward to seeing him, little Elijah, little guy as I call him, brand new baby, yeah, new new addition to the Taylor clan. So that'll be, uh, that'll be cool to hang out with that little guy. He's just a baby, just a baby. Just a baby, born in April, or excuse me, born in March, born in March, pardon me, Hmm. born in March. For my friends in or near Bellevue, Nebraska, you're going to see a high of 83 today and a low of 65, sunny all day long, Saturday, high of 83 and a low of 65, and a high of 83 and a low of 64 on Sunday. I don't think I've seen duplicate days like this ever. When I was, uh, when I, since I've been doing this weather for any city, 8365 today, 8365 tomorrow, 8364 on Sunday, and, and partly sunny days all three days. You have yourself a beautiful, consistent weekend, Bellevue, Nebraska. Wow, that should be nice. Thank you so much for listening. I certainly appreciate you. Bellevue, Nebraska, and I'm grateful that you are there. Today in 1887, Shoeless Joe Jackson was born. Remember the story about the Black Sox scandal? The Cincinnati Reds were involved with that Black Sox scandal. Apparently, the the thing was the, the Chicago White Sox at the time threw the game against the Cincinnati Red Legs in 1917. 1907, Orville Redenbacher. Popcorn guy, remember him from the commercials? He died in 1995, so depending on how long the commercials ran, he might even still be on the commercials for all I know, but he died in 1995, but born today in 1907. You know, I I see this Orville Redenbacher, and what I didn't realize is that that guy on the commercial, that's really Orville Redenbacher. I always thought it was an actor that was playing Orville Redenbacher or acting like Orville Redenbacher, but that is indeed Orville Redenbacher. So that's that's pretty amazing. I thought for sure that was an actor. Anyway, 
1911, Ginger Rogers was born, dancer, singer. 1943, Jimmy Johnson was born. He uh, was the couch, the couch, the couch of the, how's I, what was I about to say? He's the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So I guess I was about to say the couch of the Dallas Cowboys, I guess is what I was about to say. <laughs> 1943, Jimmy Johnson was born, coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl winning Dallas Cowboys for Jimmy Johnson. And uh, really a good, really good commentator. I think he's on Fox. Good, uh, good announcer, good commentator, good analyst, good football analyst. I like his personality. I think he's, yeah, he's good. Born today in 1943. Happy birthday, Jimmy Johnson. Stuart Copeland, the drummer from the police, was born today in 1952. Do you remember Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance? I think that was kind of big in the 90s or the 80s. That, uh, what is that? That kind of Irish jig dancing. What do they call that? I don't, I can't remember the name of the, the type of dance it is, but it's the, they're, they are standing still, but tap dancing. It's like their arms don't move. What is that kind of dancing? Don't remember. But I think that was my, Michael Flatley's thing. Irish choreographer, Lord of the Dance, born today in 1958. Will Ferrell was born today in 1967. Comedian Will Ferrell. Funny guy. 1968, Barry Sanders was born. Great running back, Barry Sanders. Probably the best running back in history, but he didn't get the shine because he played for the Detroit Lions, and I'm not trying to be disparaging to the Detroit Lions, but when you would watch Barry Sanders run, it was a thing of joy if you can appreciate football and running backs. He would cut so hard. What I mean by cut is when he's moving one way and changes direction that his ankle looked like it was just parallel to the, to the ground, just amazing running back. he never got the chance to shine with the Detroit lions. And it was just too bad. I, I think he would have gone down as the greatest running back in history. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I do. I think he would have gone down as the greatest running back in history. Had he not played for the Detroit lions, just too bad. He, he just, he ended up, he just, one day got up and just quit football, said, um, it's not in me anymore, so I don't want to do it. So happy birthday, Barry Sanders, today in 1968. And in 1971, Corey Feldman was born. Actor Corey Feldman, stand by me, has been in a bunch of other things. Yeah, Corey Feldman, happy birthday, 1971. In 1790, Congress declared the city of Washington in the District of Columbia the permanent capital of the United States. And in 1969, Apollo 11 launched, carrying the first, carrying the first men to land on the moon. That's outstanding. Today is National Corn Fritters Day. I think I've had a corn fritter. Is it just is a corn fritter kind of like a round, fried piece of cornbread that has a crusty out, really crusty outside, and it's cornbread inside. I think that's what a corn fritter is. So National Corn Fritter, if that's what a corn fritter is, I like them. And today is National Personal Chef's Day. If you have a personal chef, treat them well. Take them out. Don't take them out to dinner because they'll prob- they probably won't like it because they- they're probably a better cook than that cook. But if you have a personal chef, do something nice for them, huh? Go fix them dinner. Fix them soup. Whatever. Happy National Personal Chef's Day and happy National Corn Fritters Day. So let's take a look at the best 
vocalists in history, according to our pals at Ranker.com. If you don't know how Ranker works, it's I, I like Ranker. It's kind of an interesting website. If you don't know how Ranker works, um, what happens is the the editors of Ranker throw up a hundred or so options of the greatest whatever, greatest things, greatest singers, greatest artists, greatest people, greatest events, greatest things. I already said things, greatest whatevers. They they throw up a hundred or so of these of these items. So they curate the top 100 and that's probably pretty easy to do. Uh, but, and then people go onto ranker.com and rank them up or down. Do they think they're the greatest or not an upvote or, or a downvote? And they, then they rank them from 100 to one. Typically I just read off the top, top 10 and maybe do some honorable mentions. And we're going to do the same thing today with the top female vocalists ever. And I think actually the headline on this list is the best female vocalist ever. Uh, Pretty much the same thing, right? Number 10, Patsy Cline, country superstar, Patsy Cline. Crazy. Remember that song? Crazy. Really good voice. Interesting. She's got a kind of a haunting voice. Always appreciated Patsy Cline's music. Walking After Midnight, that was Patsy Cline, I believe. Neat song. Number 10, Patsy Cline. Number 9, Billie Holiday. I've certainly heard of Billie Holiday. I've been watching this show on pop culture, pop music uh, on Netflix, and I can't remember the exact name of the the name of the show, but it's, it's a neat show. It looks at the history of pop music from different angles and different people and different styles and different events and so forth. And it's a, it's a neat show on Netflix. Check it out. So they, they had listed some not listed, but they were, they featured some artists and there was a couple of female artists on there. So yeah, she's good. Yeah, they're good. It wasn't a list like this. Uh, there was just a special interest story or an event that they were covering and it made me think of who are who are the people at Ranker saying are the best are the best female artists. So that's actually what prompted this. Billie Holiday comes in at number nine. She was featured in one of the shows that I one of the episodes that I watched last night of this show. Billie Holiday, number nine. Number eight, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, I can appreciate Linda Ronstadt's music. I'm not sure I would rank her at number eight, depending on who else is on this list. There's one person that's, if they're not on this list, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Number eight, Linda Ronstadt. Number seven, Adele. I can, I can see Adele being in the, in the top 10. She's got a, she's got a beautiful voice. Yeah, Adele. I saw an, an Adele, an Adele sound alike, look alike. An Adele impersonator special, I guess you would say, or a segment of a show where all these all these Adele impersonators got together and they were doing a they were doing a contest, I guess. What they didn't know is Adele was actually in the contest. They they put makeup on her and made her look different. And when when she started singing in this contest. All the other impersonators knew it was Adele. They knew they, that's how well they knew her voice. That's how well they knew 
uh, their their girl, right, Adele. It was really funny. The reactions, the their the reactions were so cute, and some of them just started crying because they knew that that was actually Adele. It was a it was a neat. So that that's kind of cool. Did you know on the same on the same vein, Charlie Chaplin actually lost a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. <laughs> So Adele comes in at number seven. At number six, Ella Fitzgerald definitely deserves a, a top 10 spot. Ella Fitzgerald. Number five, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey is somebody that does not age. She doesn't age. When I look at Mariah Carey now, she looks exactly the same as she did back in the 80s, which is just amazing. Now, I, I guess when if you would do a, a complete side-by-side comparison, you would see differences. And I'm sure there's makeup involved and so forth. But my gosh, Mariah Carey is is still still beautiful. At, yeah. Am I stepping in it here, calling Mariah Carey beautiful because she looks young? Probably. Let's just say this. Mariah Carey doesn't look like she's aged much at all. I think her voice is his age though. I don't think she can hit those high notes like she used to be able to hit, but wow, could she ever hit those high notes? And I can't remember the name of her Christmas song, but her Christmas song every year is like during Christmas time. It's the number one song in the charts. Mariah Carey, number five, definitely deserving. Great voice. Mariah Carey. Number four, Celine Dion. I've never appreciated Celine Dion's music very much. And I think I just, there's something about Celine Dion that I can't get over. There's something about her personality that I can't get over. It's almost like she, she seems to take herself too seriously. And as, as a performer, and maybe that's her thing. So Celine Dion comes in at number four. The only, I can tell you this much. The only Celine Dion song I know is the one from Titanic. And I love that song. I do. I love that song because my middle daughter, my middle daughter used to do a karaoke thing, but she wasn't reading the screen. She knew the words. She was just five years old or, or six years old or something like that. And she, she'd grab the microphone and sing the whole song and she would mispronounce words and those words and the way that she mispronounced those words were so, it was so cute that I have a couple, I have a video, at least one video. I think I have a couple of videos of her doing this just cute as can be. So I appreciate Celine Dion for that, for putting out that song and for it touching my daughter and for those memories. But I'm not, I don't appreciate Celine Dion probably as much as I could as a singer, because I just think it, I don't, I'm not, I'm not keen on the way she performs. It just seems like she takes herself way too seriously. So number four, Celine Dion. Number three, Karen Carpenter. Yeah, I, I guess I can I can appreciate Karen Karen Carpenter, but at number three, and at this point in the list, I can see two and one, and there's somebody in this list that I am I cannot believe is not in the top ten. Anyway, I would the person that's not that I'm talking about should be in the top, easily in the top five, probably the top three. In any event, Karen Carpenter. Yeah, she, uh, I can see her popular singer, beautiful voice, uh, 
I think she died a tragic death, though. Honestly, I think she died from complications of anorexia, believe it or not. Mm, just too bad. Just too bad. Karen Carpenter comes in at number three. I would say that she's a voice that was lost way too early. Number two, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, powerful, powerful voice. Great performer. Seems to seems to pour everything out every time she performs. Aretha Franklin comes in at number two. Who can who can forget the song Respect? And we and who can tell me actually what's what is Aretha Franklin saying after she spells respect without looking it up? I'm not going to look it up, but who can tell me what Aretha after she spells R-E-S-P-C-T? Find out what it means to me. Let's see. R-E-S-P-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Something there's there's a part of that song that it's like, what is she saying? And I guess I could look it up, but I'd rather you tell me. So send me a text at 513-399-6468. Let me know what Aretha is Franklin is saying after she spells out R-E-S-P-C-T. There's a part of that song that is gets kind of mumbled and jumbled, but great voice. Aretha Franklin, great voice, well-deserved at this number two spot. Great voice, great performer. Yeah. Number one. Can't argue with number one right here. I would say that definitely her voice is tops, if not number one, number two in my world. But there, there's, I don't think there's any doubt that that this person is deserves the number one spot. The most powerful female voice that you'll probably ever hear. Known for, um, actually, when she did the national anthem at a Super Bowl one time. It just blew the doors. It, nobody's ever done a national anthem since that. She has sung the most beautiful love song uh, ever. And in I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. But Whitney Houston definitely deserves the number one spot of the top female vocalists ever. A beautiful, smooth, powerful, emotional voice that crosses generations that crosses genres that crosses over um into i'm i'm i may be gushing a bit here but and i'm fumbling over my words so i apologize for that just a beautiful voice a beautiful voice that everybody that everybody uh, can appreciate and she's done ballads and she's done uh more upbeat songs she's done she's done it all unfortunately we lost whitney houston and we lost her tragically we lost and this is this is heartbreaking to me my wife and i were talking about this when whitney houston was featured in in this pop culture show on the this pop music show in the from the 80s not from the 80s not let me back up my wife and i we're talking about Whitney Houston at great depth, actually, and how we felt about Whitney Houston when she was featured in this pop music show on Netflix. That's what I was trying to say. Just a beautiful voice died a tragic death. And I'm and I'm telling you. She she got wrapped up with Bobby Brown, and this is a commentary, so I apologize. 
No, I don't apologize. This is the way I feel. She got wrapped up with Bobby Brown. And it seems that anybody who was involved with Bobby Brown goes down a terrible path. And Whitney Houston went down a terrible path with drugs. She became a crack addict. Just we, we, we lost a beautiful human being, a beautiful voice and a great performer in Whitney, Whitney Houston when she died. And it's just tragic. Definitely deserving of the number one spot. Her voice is incredible, incredible performer. Her, her rendition of the national anthem, uh, I, I don't remember what Super Bowl it was, but it was just off the charts. Unbelievable. Great. Her, her rendition of Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You is the greatest love song ever. And I don't think it, I don't think anybody can deny that. And if you do, you're wrong. So let's look at this number 10. Number 10, Patsy Cline. Number nine, Billie Holiday. Number eight, Linda Ronstadt. Number seven, Adele. Number six, Ella Fitzgerald. Number five, Mariah Carey. Number four, Celine Dion. Number three, Karen Carpenter. Number two, Aretha Franklin. And number one, Whitney Houston. A well-deserving number one, Whitney Houston. So who's not on this list that should be on this list? I'm telling you right now, the the fact that Ann Wilson from Heart is not on this list is a travesty. Now, we'll all get over it, right? <laughs> this is just Ranker.com. <laughs> but how how is Ann Wilson not on this list in the top ten? She falls to she falls at number fourteen. She is easily a top five. The one of the most powerful voices in music. Uh, not just rock music, but in music. Great, great voice, Ann Wilson. Some honorable mentions, number 11, Gladys Knight. Number 12, Dolly Parton. Uh, like a, uh, Nina Simone. I don't think I've, why? I, I think, I feel like I should hear, I should have heard of Nina Simone. I guess that's how you say her name, but she comes in at number 13. Why don't I, why does that name not ring a bell for me? So I apologize. Number 14, Ann Wilson. Unbelievable that she's not in the top 10. Yeah, let's take a look. Stevie Nicks comes in at number 17. Barbara Streisand. I'm, I'm surprised she's she wasn't ranked higher. I think maybe she she's kind of people don't remember her as much as they could. Um, Tina Turner, number 21, powerful voice. Number 22, Amy Winehouse. Don't appreciate don't appreciate her style of music and what kind of what she stood for, but she had a great voice. She's another one that was lost tragically. So there we go. There are your top 10 best female vocalists ever as, as ranked by ranker.com. Let's go and wrap it up right there. You know, I do the show every single day. Yes, you do know that I do the show every single day. I do it every single day. It's because it's my favorite thing to do next to my kids, next to my grandkids, next to my wife. It's my favorite thing to do every single day next to hanging out with those guys. Like I said, hanging out with my kids, my, my grandkids, my wife. This is my favorite thing to do talking to you. So how about that? That's cool. Isn't it? I also do it to become a better podcaster, to practice podcasting. And 
in order to practice something that you want to get better at, you have to do it consistently. And so doing something every day, that's pretty consistent, isn't it? But here's something I know about practice. And uh, I need to do, I need to make a, a conscious effort to practice better. Not just come and talk into a microphone and be comfortable with that. That's part of it too. If you want to practice baseball, you got to hold the bat. You got to be comfortable swinging the bat. You got to be comfortable walking up to the plate or walking to the mound or walking to the field and kind of being in that environment and not be timid, not be timid, not be, uh, not be afraid of the situation. But also you got to practice perfectly. And I don't know who said this, and I'm not going to take time to look it up, but somebody, some wise person said, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. That means practice doing something right every day. For example, if I want to slow down, I need to make sure every single day that I slow down. When I slow down, I say, um, less, I use less crush crutch words. I'm able to articulate my words better and not fall into vocal laziness or a lazy, lazy voice uh, and enunciate my words better, right? That all comes with slowing down. And I think slowing down is the number one thing that somebody can do when they come to a mic, because when you, when you slow down, you feel like you're talking very slow, but you're not, you are, you're you're talking at a normal pace, but because you're hearing yourself, you are, you feel like you're talking at a slower pace. Now I'm getting stumbled over my words because I'm thinking about slowing down. Anyway, perfect practice makes perfect, right? Not just practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. I didn't expect to do a commentary here, but here I go to give you an example. If, if, if you, if you practice swinging a baseball bat the wrong way, you're going to get really good at swinging the baseball bat a wrong way. If you get good at playing a musical, if you practice playing a musical instrument and you're hitting the wrong notes, the wrong, and I don't play music. I don't play any musical instruments. I'd love to learn to play the harmonica, by the way, but you, you're just going to practice doing practice in your gosh. If you're playing a musical instrument and you're practicing that musical instrument, but you're not hitting the right chords or the right notes, and you're practicing not hitting the right chords and the right notes, you're going to get good at being bad. <laughs> that's not a good thing, right? And that's the same thing about doing this. I need to be more conscious of better practice, practicing better. I didn't, like I said, I didn't expect to go into a personal commentary here, but I did. You can help me become a better podcaster. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know how you feel about what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, what I'm, the, the, the subjects that I'm talking about. Let me know what you want to hear. I'd love to hear some of the subjects that, that you, uh, that you recommend. I take those recommend recommendations and hear those recommendations and implement them into the show. You can email me at joe at the simple joe.com or just send me a text at 513-399-6468. Just say hi if you want, but I would love a kind critique. And if you like listening to the show and you think it's worthy of sharing with your friends, I would certainly appreciate it if you do that. And if you use the hashtag simple joe is my friend, periodically I'll peek in there and see, um, 
see who's sharing the show with that hashtag and send them a free t-shirt. But if you want one of your of your own without waiting for me to send you a free one, just go to thesimplejoe.com slash store. Got a couple designs there. Remember, memories are better than stuff. Go make more. Go make great memories today. It's a Friday. You got the weekend ahead of you. All kinds of time to make great memories because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.